Faith, family, freedom, hope, and opportunity. You're listening to Freedom Rings. I'm your host, Senator Marsha Blackburn. Welcome and thank you for joining us for another Freedom Rings. And I hope you remember to find our podcast wherever you pull down your favorite podcast. And I love focusing on stories of freedom and how people celebrate freedom. And today you're going to meet someone who is a trailblazer. Yes, indeed, a wife, a mother, businesswoman, and one of the most avid defenders of the Second Amendment that you will meet. Beverly Johnson is joining us for today's Freedom Rings. Now, Beverly was the first female Tennessee Wildlife Resources Agency chairman. And in Tennessee, that is a really important commission. She serves on the Wildlife Resources Foundation today to make certain that we are keeping all of these beautiful lakes and parks and these wonderful outdoor areas free and available to the public. She represents all that we love about Tennessee, and I am just so excited for you all to learn a little bit more about her today. And Beverly, you have been involved with the TFRW for 25 years. Is that correct? That's correct. I was originally a, a commissioner for eight years. And then, uh, and then from there, I went over and have been on the, uh, the Tennessee Wildlife Foundation since then till presently. And you were a commissioner from 97 to 2003. Is that correct? And then chairman from 2001 to 2002 during that period. That's correct. I said eight years, but it's actually six. It's, it's been so long. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> yes. Well, you know, I think it is so interesting because this is a position that primarily had been held by men. So how is it that you were selected to join the commission? Well, um, it's, I always tell it, people laugh. Uh, Governor Sunquist called me one day and said, Beverly, I would like you to be on the TWA commission. And I said, yes, sir. And he and I said, you know, we talked about some things about TWA. And then I said, well, how did you happen to uh, ask me to do it? He said, well, actually, I was looking for a woman that hunted, fished, was a good Republican, and could take a, take a good cursing. And I went, yes, sir. But now I have to back up and say, uh, my father was an avid hunter and fisherman. And at that time, I was a um, one of the few female real estate appraisers in the state. So it, uh, when I was doing VA and FHA uh, appraisals and conventional appraisals, and as I was doing appraisals, I was having to ask people like, you know, they needed to replace their roof, had to have um, maybe flood insurance, uh, different requirements, uh, and people would weren't always happy with me. But being a female and one of the first few females, 
you know, we had to cover all bases and be educated and professional. And so, I mean, what's a little people complaining? And Governor Sank was also knew that the TWA was getting ready to change some of the seasons and how they did things for like the deer. And it was a, it was a, it took it, it took a strong board a commission to do some of these changes, and I just happened to be the first female. I, I like that. I think it is so interesting that you were breaking ground and breaking barriers in the real estate industry with those appraisals and doing a job that many women were not doing in the 80s and in the 90s and building that career. And at the same time, your passion and your favorite sport was to be outside and to hunt and to fish. Did you grow up fishing and hunting with your dad? Oh, yes, yes. I mean, you know, I remember as a child going with my father, uh, quail hunting, you know, and following him, he and the bird and my uncle. I can't remember not going quail hunting with my father. Uh, Fishing, you know, I was the oldest of five children. Uh, We lived on a farm. So we were always um, outside and enjoying uh, everything that's outside. So naturally, I have this great dedication for conservation of our wonderful resources. And, you know, I think that's so important when we talk about conservation and agencies and commissions like the Tennessee Wildlife Resources Agency, making certain that we are thinking in those terms of conservation. As I say so many times, conservation and preserving these resources for the next generation is really a conservative principle. And it's important that we do that so that everyone has the opportunity to enjoy the great outdoors. And in Tennessee, we definitely have a lot of sportsmen that are that are there. Now, talk a little bit about what the Second Amendment means to you. And you have done so much to work with different organizations that um, deal with preservation of the shooting sports that deal with the Second Amendment. You sponsor the turkey hunt, the governor's turkey hunt every year, and you've continued to be be very involved in that. And Beverly, one of the things that is so significant is the way you have turned this love and passion, lifelong love and passion for the shooting sports and um, into something that is a charitable cause and supports different charities. So talk a little bit about the Second Amendment. Oh, Second Amendment is it's beyond important to every person. Um, you know, we have to have independence and you have to have be able to not only protect yourself, but, you know, I've been very strong in promoting uh, shooting, uh, not just hunting, but just shooting uh, for women, because they say that a woman walks down the street, if she is comfortable with herself and she, uh, and shooting makes you comfortable walking down the street. And so, you know, if you have 10 women going down, the lady that shoots, uh, and it's going to be the last person someone bothers. 
As far as the Second Amendment, uh, I know there's so many people that said, hey, take away guns. But, you know, or take away guns. They don't take away our cars when we have a wreck. So why should they take away our guns? The, you know, it's, the, it's, it's the person that pulls the trigger. It has nothing to do with our guns. Uh, it just drives me crazy talking about taking away our guns. This is something that's in our constitution. It was, and it should, it should always be, a, you know, one of our treasures. Oh, and I have to, I want to say something right now. The reason how Marsha and I became friends is years ago, Marsha and I met at the Tennessee Gun Club. And we used to go out and shoot uh, with a lot of other girls. And if people don't realize it, Marsha is an, is an excellent marksman. And she also comes occasionally and, and with our turkey hunt and different things. We've never gotten you on a women's duck hunt, but that, that's on the agenda. <laughs> well, that is right. We're staying pretty busy here in D.C. right now. But yes, indeed, being able to get out there with with you all, I think that that would be a tremendous amount of fun. But you're so right about the importance of that Second Amendment to allow sportsmen to be able to enjoy that hunting and to be able to own a firearm and to exercise that Second Amendment right. I think it is just so important that we, that we do that. Beverly, talk a little bit about what freedom has meant to you in your lifetime. When you look at doors that were open to you, whether it was being able to develop a career, rear a family, uh, whether it is being able to push forward, uh, being a mom and a grandmom is so wonderful. And weave that into what your hopes are for your children and grandchildren. Well, I think um, I'm the classic American perfect story. I was raised on a farm, oldest of five children. My parents um, sent us all to college. We um, were taught to be responsible for everything we did. And, you know, I, I think I've had a very successful life as far as in business um, socially, uh, politically, and, you know, I'm the epitome of the American dream, uh, starting out on a farm, you know, we built cows and, you know, and life's been wonderful for me, but we are, you know, I'm lucky. I hope my grandchildren are going to be just as lucky. Um, you know, we, we will see. I, uh, question, you know, I don't think we have the freedom uh, that we had as a child. I mean, you know, I remember never thinking about uh, law enforcement officers getting shot, uh, people rotting in the streets. Uh, it, it's just, it's just amazing um, what's going on. And I think people in my generation, you know, we were so busy working uh, when our children were small that now I think we need to take the time and make sure that the the opportunities that my generation had are going to be available for our grandchildren. And if we don't, people, my generation don't do something about it. I don't think they'll have the opportunities that you and I have. You know, Beverly, I think you're so right. I say so many times that if you look at five things, to me, these are the big five, faith, family, freedom, hope, and opportunity. 
and making certain that we preserve that religious liberty and we preserve our freedoms and that we keep our families intact. You know, there's such a push right now from the democratic agenda to take control of children and have government paid for and sponsored daycare and uh, government provided education all the way through their college. And as I say, if government can tell you what you're going to be studying and then you have to get a government uh, loan in order to go to college, then they can tell you what your job is going to be once you finish college. And I, I'm like you, growing up on a farm and having big dreams and then being able to work hard every single day. I know that you have worked so hard in your life to build that business, for your family to build a business and to have that bright future. And I think that is just so important for people to, to realize how much uh we have been able to enjoy those freedoms and how important it is to stand strong for, for freedom right now. And um, why do you think that freedom is worth the fight? Because here in D.C., we are fighting to preserve those freedoms every single day. What do I think? I think for us, freedom is everything. Um, I have several friends that are... Um, they're from uh, Romania, Cuba. And, you know, I know the last election, they said, what are you people doing? And they said, this is why we came to your country. And I go, hey, I didn't, no, 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 don't get on me. And they said, no, you people, meaning the U.S. American citizen, you don't understand what you have. And so this is why, and like the, the, the family from Cuba, she said, this is why we risk our lives coming here. The lady from Romania, like she said, I was raised in a communist country uh, you know, when I was a small child. And she said, I just can't emphasize enough how wonderful this country is. And I am so upset that people do not relish it or they, they take it for granted and she said you have got to do something even if it's just talk to one person about what they need to do to keep your freedom Maybe, yeah. you know yeah Beverly I've got to tell you I think that is such wise advice if everybody would make it a point to talk to one person on every week or every month just talk to one person and have them realize how important it is to have that First Amendment, how important it is to have that Second Amendment, how important it is to have the freedom to break barriers and to have a career and build a business. And just to instill that, it kind of is the antidote to what people are hearing on the news every night, but that is really great advice. Well, Beverly Johnson, a trailblazer, someone who has made new paths for women in the state of Tennessee, thank you for joining me for Freedom Rings. And I appreciate having your insights and your words of encouragement for so many young women who are looking 
to chart their own course and to blaze their own trail and to break barriers for future generation because we do live in a free country and it is worth the fight and worth protecting. Thank you so much for joining me today. Thank you for listening to this episode of Freedom Rings. You can follow me on Twitter at Vote Marsha, Facebook at Marsha Blackburn for Senate, and on Instagram at Team Marsha. And you can always find us online at MarshaBlackburn.com. The Freedom Rings podcast is edited and produced by Jared Cummings. Executive producers are Conservative Partnership Center and Marsha Blackburn. Together, we make Freedom Rings.